There's a threat in the world today, a threat to our way of living, a threat to our society, and maybe even a threat to our very existence. And what is this threat? For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. He is the one. I am. I am the ass. He is. And we are Black and White Sports. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? I'm supposed to be a franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. How am I not found find the best fight in the world? You tell me. Because you're retired? I mean, I want to see your face when you're asking this question, and the way you're going to ask it. Look a man in the eye before you try to kill him or make up something. He went, he went through my soul. And I'm not surprised. What is going on, BW Sports One World? That guy right there is the one. This guy right here is the ass. Together, we are black and white sports powered by First Financial Bank. Mr. John Wayne Buzzard, catch him on a fly with John dot buzzard at bankingfirst.com or call him 317-417-8582 and the rock star realtor himself mr sean nugent check him out at talk to tucker 317-503-8322 or email that son of a book at sean.nugent at talk to tucker.com welcome to Taco Tuesday. What's going on, one? I mean, that was absolutely terrible. <laughs> I don't know what we got going on. I know I try to do something different every <laughs> intro, and they're getting worse. So yeah. I might just go back to, you know, be ill, whatever. But <laughs> I don't know. It's looking pretty crappy. <laughs> well, you know, you got that nasty ass thing behind you, so that makes it anything crappy. Yeah, kicked your ass. Just saying. Ooh, ooh, Whatever. Ooh, hey, you know, before we get any further, I just want to, I would like to uh, dedicate tonight's show to one of my childhood buddies I uh, grew up with, went to school with, um, had to uh, pretty much say goodbye to him yesterday, last night. Uh, we went to uh funeral home. And had a couple drinks at Mashcraft Brewery down there in Greenwood because one of our other buddies is part owner or owner of it. Um, so, John Martin, man, we miss you. Uh, I know the cart world has missed uh, missed a fallen hero since last week. So, just want to dedicate tonight's show to John Martin. Hmm. Okay. I was given the, the six seconds. Ah. See, I should have had I should have had the I should have had the gong thing. I should have had it. I should have I almost did it, but I didn't want to be rude. I, I would have been that. rude. That would have been like me hitting hitting the sound button at the right I time. Go <laughs> but you know, okay. So yes. Uh, yeah. Let's go. All right. Well, real quick, don't forget our brothers over at Checkers and Wreckers every Sunday at 11 o'clock in the morning Eastern Standard Time for everything that drives fast, shifts hard, and keeps that rubber on the road or slings that dirt, whatever you prefer. And he's he's, look, he's turning left, folks. He's turning left. It's the only way he knows how. I like it. Oval racing, 
my favorite, obviously. And I'm sure that they'll talk about on Sunday how the Indy 500 just minimized its fan base from 50% to 25%. Anyway, without further ado. I wasn't going anyway. (laughs) Yeah, you just go to Carb Day. You're a Carb Day goer. We love Carb Day. You missed it. I had it all to the top of G's shorts. We was going all in. Wow. Wow. Without further ado, let's bring on our wonderful guest. He is in the West Coast. He's West Coasting it up, folks. He's Coach slash Mr. David Enoxon. Did I say it right, sir? Uh, that ain't bad, actually. Uh, Damn it. You say son of Enoch is good. So Enoch Sin. Enoch Sin, uh, okay. Is a, yeah, and it's only that way because when my uh, ancestors came over to America, they wanted to make sure that you could actually understand it when you said it instead of Enoch, and it became Ah, uh, Okay. Well, welcome, hey. sir. Let's uh, – I get the Booker Enoch Realvillage there. I get it. <laughs> that's right. 365 years, baby. That's right. <laughs> All right, well, David, I appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, welcome to Black and White Sports and our favorite Taco Tuesday. I, I appreciate you guys having me. That's fantastic. Yeah, not a problem. Let's uh, give the BW Sports One world a little bio for you and what you do and 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 how you do it. Uh, you gave me a list of stuff, and I'm just going to let you roll with it. <laughs> yeah, I know it, it's uh, it's complicated, uh, but I mean the most first and foremost, I, you know, I'm a coach, you know, and that's that's what it's all about. Um, I've been coaching off and on. Uh, I've been either playing or coaching for the last, uh, I would say, over forty years. So uh, nice. Yeah, yeah, I, I really enjoy that. Uh, I'm also one of the biggest things that I'm doing right now. As far as having a job goes, is I'm a, a regional director of a company called ISA, which is International Sports Association. We're taking uh, baseball to a whole new level by uh, getting kids to be able to play all over the world. We're in uh, nine different countries right now. So, and I'm actually taking this over here to Northern California and building the program here. So it's pretty exciting. Nice. Nice. That sounds yeah. like fun. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, it's on you. Go ahead. We want to hear you talk more, man. I hear this. (laughs) I hear this dude talk all the time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Another thing I do is, is, uh, let's put it this way. We're all really good at one thing, right? You know, I mean, there's one thing in life you can pretty much point at everybody and say, you know what? That guy is really freaking good at that, right? Mm -hmm. Mike. My talent and what I'm best at is I can look at a kid's swing, a pro's swing, or anybody's swing, and I can break it down and fix it. That is my talent. I and like uh, it. I can say that and like, act like I'm bragging about it, but you can ask anybody that I work with will tell you the same thing. They've never seen anybody be able to break it down a swing as quickly as I can and then have the knowledge to be able to teach and fix it. Uh, Perfect example, I was working with this 16-year-old uh, team, and uh, the coach had one of those pocket uh, radars. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's really funny. He just invited me over for a barbecue, right? He's like, hey, come over, yeah. and, you know, have some words for the kids and just be like, hey, what's up, right? 
But when I got there, I changed a little bit. He goes, hey, man, can you help the kids get a little bit, you know? Just, I'm like, sure, whatever. Yeah, I was, so, uh, I'll be like, dope. <laughs> yeah, so I got to jump in there, put the kid on the tee, and uh, got the radar on the first swing, 65 miles an hour. So then I see a swing, I adjust it, and within three swings, I had him up to 78 miles an hour. So it's like a really big difference. Then obviously the the kids that are there and the coaches paid a whole lot more attention to what I was talking about right at that moment. Well, yeah, so, I'm sure that helped them catch their catch their attention. Yeah, and uh, I've been I've been working with that same team and the same coaches for a long time because I actually want to go ahead and uh, see them get into this international program and and really flourish. And so at this point, my name's on top of the the team and. Uh, so basically they're my brand and I got to make sure that they succeed. And from where they're at when I started to where they're at right now is, is night and day. And it's been fantastic. Uh, like for instance, quality at bats, they were at 35, 40% when I started their quality at bats three weeks later is 68%. So, you know, those nice. numbers jump up pretty fast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, and All right. Very exciting for me. I hate to interrupt you real quick, but you were talking about uh, international play. Now, this is something different. Uh, is it still working with uh, like the Little League ages or is it something kind of like the Little League World Series or will it be more like a step above that? It's going to be a step above that. And basically it's from the age five to 18. We got, got some elite programs that are being able to travel the world right now and play each other when they're the older kids in that situation like 12-year-olds and stuff like that, they get to go over to uh, North Korea and play. They go over to Europe and play. And it's just, you know, we're really trying to bring the international sport here in America because you don't really see it. And uh, it's ran by uh, ex-professional baseball players. So and they obviously know what they're doing. Nice. Now, you oh, said man. that you could look at a – I'm sorry, Damon. I, I got this. No, I can't forget this. So I'm a little biased. All I said was you good. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I, well, I had to stop you again. So, David, you know who my team is. I told you that in a tech, in, in the message earlier. So I'm a Reds fan. Uh-huh. And I know he didn't start out with the Reds. He started out with the Mariners. But personally, I think that King Griffey Jr. has the sweetest swing I've ever seen in my life. Now, change my mind. Hold on, hold on. First of all, let me tell you this. I have goosebumps all over my body by saying the name King Griffey Jr. That oh. answers your question. Is, he's, oh, the greatest, he's the greatest center fielder to ever take the field. This guy hustled harder than anybody I've ever seen. He never gave up on a ball. And his mechanics were absolutely 100% correct. This dude would fly up the wall. And if you watch video on him, he didn't go up with one hand. Oh, no. He was up with two hands oh, because yeah, he was not it. missing that ball. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he just – you know, and, and as far as the swing goes, there's a reason why he wears that T-shirt that has his swing being perfectly coming through the zone. It's 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 masterful. It truly is masterful. So, I know, man. Beautiful. You, you're not going to get an argument. No. You're not going to get an argument out of me. I just well, wanted to cut him off real quick. Because I was talking about you being the swing guru, I'm writing down notes, and I got, hey, I wonder if he thinks Ken Griffey has the best swing ever. <laughs> it's so true. Uh, yeah, I, now, um, best ever, he's he's definitely in the top for sure. So, 
Um, honestly, the best swing ever is the one man that will see one pitch in a game and knock it out of the park. Barry Bonds. Mm. Mm. His work ethic and what he did, you just can't beat. And you know, we can. I'm Hold not going to get into the steroids on. and all that kind of stuff we're talking about. I was going to say. Again. See, but that's that's where you lose me. I mean, I kind of, and you know, maybe I like I I take the same approach to that as I would as I took with Alex Rodriguez. Alex Rodriguez came out and he said, "Hey, I jacked up, I screwed up," but he with him giving that that allowed us to forgive and look at his numbers when he wasn't juicing when Barry. He refuses to admit or take acknowledge or take any type of personal accountability. Don't give me that. I don't know what, <laughs> what he was giving me. I I, I ain't played, I ain't had a trainer in 30 years <laughs> tell me anything. And I know what I'm putting in my body as an overweight guy of 45. Don't tell me you ain't got these hundred thousand dollar trainers that you are paying that you don't know what's going on in your body. Okay, can I ask you a question? Oh, yes. I can't wait for this. All right. Do you think in your right mind that 90% of the pitchers weren't juicing? That's besides oh, right. because if, <laughs> because, no, no, listen. If you think that steroids is used for muscle and hit a ball further, you're dead wrong. No, no. It's, what the pitchers are using it for was to recover. It was to recover and stay on the field and keep their arms good. They're the ones that started it. Okay. <laughs> oh, I believe that. So, all I'm saying is turnabout's fair play. I, I don't care. Again, I don't care about what happened. What I'm saying is pure swing. Okay. Okay. If you break down his swing, the short compaction and the velocity he has with his hips and the movement that he has and seeing one pitch a game, one, a game, and be able to yank that, you got to give him respect. I mean, I give him respect for a technical standpoint. I just had this conversation uh, with one of the uh, the parents of a kid that I work with in basketball, we was just having the same conversation with Bonds. You know, I won't ever deny the talent because before he swelled up, I thought he was probably on his way to being one of the best baseball, if not the best ball player ever. Some of the skill sets with baseball, you know, hand-eye coordination, being able to, you know, connect the bat and the ball, I get all that. You know, in some instances, it turns in from 400-foot home runs to 550-foot home runs. But that's beside the point. I actually agree with you on the fact with the juice pitchers. Now, I might not agree who came first. That's chicken and egg type deal. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I've always said, you know, it really, really doesn't matter if you got a juice pitcher throwing to a juice hitter. You still hit the juice ball. Yep, yep. Yeah. Hey, um, here's the thing about this too, because we're we're gonna continue just for a second on Bonds, because um, if you look at his two proteges right now, which is Christian Yelich and John Carlos Stanton, are two of the best hitters in baseball today. Can we agree on that? Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. Now, especially their swings. Yes, but their swings, and if you watch that, the pure beauty of it. It's not this new school style that you're seeing a lot of coaches go ahead and try to where I'm going to hit 240 and, and, and hit 45 bombs. You can still hit 300 and hit 45 bombs if you go ahead and do it correctly. Now, that's the thing about Barry Bonds that I do really respect because I've studied 
a lot on his wing and what's going on. You know, uh, he's got this thing called the X factor and it's how you move your body all the way through. I do teach it. I, I think it's that important because if you're utilizing your whole entire body in your swing and it's done correctly there, it's, it's, it's effortlessly. And if you watch Yellich swing right now, he doesn't look like he's swinging 90 miles an hour. It's because it's what he is because it's perfect. His mechanics are, are sound and perfect. And, you know, he's, he's going to stay a 300 hitter. And he's going to be in the MVP vote every single year in his career, I believe. I, I, I agree with you when it comes down to the pure fundamentals of it. I mean, I, I flipped that over into the basketball sense. <clears throat> as in, you look for these guys who can shoot the effortless threes from, you know, distance beyond distance. It looks effortless, but it is taking energy. But they've learned how to make the whole body one fluid motion where your power comes from somewhere where other people don't think it is. And that gives you yeah. that accuracy and that deepness. So, I, I, hey, if you're on with your details, your details go a long way. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I, I agree 100%. And it's the small details that make you win. It's the small details that fix things. Uh, base, baseball is a, is a, it's definitely a, it's a mechanically driven sport. And the better oh, yeah. your mechanics are, the better you, you do things. It, it, the better player you're going to be. Now, uh, for instance, um, what's the number one important thing in baseball to me is balance. If you don't have balance, you can't throw, you can't hit, you can't do anything. I'll even go with you on basketball. If you ain't got good basketball uh, balance, you're done. You know, done. it's so important <laughs> to have it in any sport, really. So I, what's another huge thing that I coach and I teach is the balance side of it and seeing kids. That's how I can quickly get them to change and get really good really fast is because I'm concentrating on that balance. Mm -hmm. Now, you showed me a little video of – I don't want to bring the name out if you don't want to, but so I'll let you describe it. But it's the – it's the the like the plastic cleats? Uh, yeah, pro stand. Okay, there you go. I didn't know if you wanted it brought out or not, so let's, let's talk oh, about that. Right the video where you're sitting yeah. there uh, balancing their feet, their footwork out as, as far as where they need it. And once they get that balance, you're I mean, I'm seeing these kids swing. It's like, damn, this dude's got to cut. Yeah. Well, the best part is, is I can lay them down, and then I don't have to be like, hey, Johnny, quit moving your feet. Hey, Johnny, Johnny, quit moving your feet, right? I can concentrate on the rest of what he's doing. So I place the feet down where they belong. They have spikes on the bottom of them. That part of my job's done. Then I can concentrate on the things that are really important, which is his swing and his mechanics going through there. But you're right. It helps me get them into a, a balanced position right out of the gate. So I, I love these things. I can't wait for them to hit the market. They, they're going to explode. And anybody that's, anybody's paying attention is going to want to have these for their kids. Oh, yeah. Well, like I, I told you, I got somebody. I got 12 of them right now. <laughs> I, got, got, I, got got somebody, I got somebody in the works for you to uh, try out a pair and test that, uh, get that Midwest market going for you. He's, yeah, we, uh, got, we, got, we got plenty of baseball people here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's great. Hey, and I do I do lessons online for kids. I even got a kid in Indianapolis, Indiana, right now. Same thing. I get and uh, get on a Zoom with them. Go break down and sweep. And so, yeah, yeah, I'll definitely as soon as I can get a pair to you, let's get it to them, and I can check them out, and I'll cool. help them through a swing. Oh hell yeah! Um, let's let's talk about something else I saw on here. Um, you're also a recruiter, right? Yes, sir. So you recruiting high school talent for college or? Um, beyond that, the triple A's, double A's, or things like that? Well, what, what we have, we have a company that's called Ultimate Recruits. And uh, 
they actually uh, sought this me out. This dude's in like 50 things like I am, man. He never <laughs> sleeps. Hey, <laughs> hey, man, you got to have your brand. I mean, that's just the way it is. And they, 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 they approached me because they're seeing what I'm doing, so it was an easy fit for me. Um, it goes into a lot of what I do as far as my, my, my coaching and my background. I know we haven't talked a lot about my background, which is fine. Um, I'll quickly go through that real fast. When I was younger, oh, I, hey. I was a young, I was one of the, I was the youngest of uh, a lot of brothers, but it was really the three brothers that are ahead of me. These three were uh, D1 college players. Uh, one of my brothers would have been in the major leagues very easily, but he had a stroke on second base. This kid, uh. he's one of the best I've ever seen. Um, so these are the guys I had to follow. Now I didn't have the talent that they had. But what I have is what you can kind of see with what I'm talking about right now. I got drive, I got grit, and I got work ethic. So what I had to do through my career, and uh, uh, all of us were state champions, but two of us won five state champions. And we're only three kids that won state championship five times, 13, 15, 16, 17, and 18. I started varsity as a sophomore and won the state championship even then with five sophomores starting. So uh, how I got there is watching my older brothers with all the talent. They'd go home and start eating some sandwiches and watching some TV. I'm out with uh, little rocks of gravel with a little stick and trying to get my hand-eye coordination better for the next two hours. But wow. that's how I got to that point. So that brings me to uh, what we're talking about with the recruits. I'm not looking for five-star kids. They're going to go anywhere, right? What I'm looking for is that kid that has the drive. The one kid that I know that wants it really bad, he can taste it. Because I can't even tell you how many kids I've seen that are five-star talent are working at McDonald's right now. Mm -hmm. Because once they, once they get kids to catch up to their talent, they don't want to work. Mm -hmm. And they're done. So they, think me, they're they, good, they think they're good enough to be the best throughout their whole career. I mean, even yeah. we're talking about middle school to high school or whatever. And then all of a sudden, like you said, everybody else catches up to their talent level. And these guys are working harder. And this guy's staying stagnant. Exactly. And he ain't, he does not want to put the work in. Yep. So these kids that I'm going after and that I talk to, first thing I tell them, if you ain't got a 3.0, don't talk. I, we're not even going to have a conversation. Okay. And I, I do football, I do basketball, and I do baseball. I, talent is talent. I can see it. And so, A, you better have a 3.0 average. B, I want to see your work ethic. So I want to see how you handle practice. I want to see how you handle your social media and paying attention and not fat. Now, personal kids that I work with, I got this kid, uh, Ryan Green. Remember that name. This kid, uh, I saw him for the second time. I walked up to him and I said, you're D1 talent. Do you want it? And uh, he's kind of... He just looked at me and he kind of turned his head sideways. And ever since that moment I told this kid that, guess what he became? D1, D1 talent. talent. Right? And that's and he uh -huh. and he's putting the work in. I uh, got him pitching in the 80s, high 80s right now. I do believe that I'm gonna get him into the 90s within the next five months. He's 16 years old. I'm telling you, this kid, when he hits high school, he's gonna be a five-star player. So, you know, and it, to me, that's exciting because. Nobody's paid attention to him. Nobody even knows about him. But here all of a sudden, I get to work with him a little bit, and I see his work ethic. I see he's staying after practice. I see he's asking me questions and texting me constantly saying, Coach, how can I get better? Right? So there we go. You know, right. and, and that's what I love. I got another kid, Caleb. 
This kid's his swing is in the high nineties right now at sixteen. This kid's swing was scary. He hit a line drive back at me yesterday, and I still haven't recovered. It hit the L screen, and I, you know what? I, I was praying at that moment. I was like, oh, Lord, I thought I was going to die. So that kind of bad speed, man, I tell you what. He's like, Coach, you can't throw it over the plate anymore. I said, of course I can't. You almost killed me. <laughs> That's why they made the screen right there in front of the pitcher. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And so he's the same way. He, nobody's ever told him, hey, kid, you got a shot. So here I come in with my background and what I'm saying, I see it right away. You got it. You have it. But you're not going to get there unless you put in the hours, unless you put in the hard work, unless you go hard. Because let's face it, D1, you're talking 7% of the kids that are playing baseball right now are ever going to sniff D1. Yep. Right? Okay. I have the pleasure to go ahead and be helping a kid that just got picked up for D1 and starting his D1 career this year. Nice. And it's just, just to have that, and this kid, same thing, drive, grit, just will not stop. You know, and it, it, to me, it's exciting. Now, a lot of these kids can go to a JC, but even that's not that easy to do. You got to put in the work. You got to put in the time. And you got to have heart and, you know, respect. You respect your teachers, you respect your, your parents, you respect the field. You walk on to my field, that's holy land. You better hustle on it, you better hustle off of it. If you don't, you will sit. There's this not, guy's you know, the I coach, don't. isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hey. he's, he's, he's sound old school, you know what I mean? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Hey, you I just there, want to point uh, out his thunder myth. You you're out there at Pepperland, you know what I mean? These parents nowadays <laughs> don't like coaches like us, bro. <laughs> yeah, hey, guns, hey. <laughs> here's the here's the deal though. I mix old with new. Because the thing is, is I'll never yell at a kid, I'll never scream at a kid. I don't have time. I got time to correct him. And I got time to be be fill him up. And that's what separates me with from almost every single coach that's out there. Is I will get one hundred percent out of a kid because I believe in him more than he believes in himself. Yep. And how many coaches you know when Johnny drops the ball in left field? Ah, you dropped the ball. Well, no kidding, coach. Everybody knows he dropped it. Guess who does know? Johnny. Right. So Johnny's now Johnny's upset he dropped the ball. Now coach is yelling at him that he dropped the ball. So he's even getting down more on himself, right? And he's gonna drop the next one. Exactly. And guess what? The baseball guys are gonna hit it right back to him. And he ain't yeah. gonna be ready because he's hanging his head because coach is yelling at him. No, no. We, that's not how we do this. What you do. Is you write it in the book and you set it down, and when he comes in, you build him up. Say, hey, man, if you had both hands up and if you were watching the ball a little bit closer, you'd have had it, right? Yep. All right, let's go. That's a correction. Let's move. We don't have time for this. We only have time to get ready to hit, make up for it with your bat, and move on. I like on. it. I like it. And so, you know, and yeah, and, and it's just like I don't have to yell at him. Now, there's no cookie cutter in coaching, right? you got the kids where you got to give a little boot with your foot, and you got those kids that you can build up. But there's always a way to do it in a positive way. And if you're mm -hmm. working towards a positive way to get the most out of these players, that's how you become successful. And, and every time I've ever managed a team or coached a team, I have been successful. And this is the reason why. You know, I know how to motivate these kids. I know how to get the most out of them because I believe in them more than they believe in themselves. Yep. And that's a sign of so, a good leader right there. Yeah. It's a funny story on, on how I got into coaching, too. I was uh, – I just came home. I I, I got cut, and uh, I was kind of upset, but I knew I was going to get back in 
with the team I was going to go try out again. So I went out to a varsity baseball practice. Hey, coach, can I get in with you? And he's like, yeah, sure. And I got I got on fire and I hit like 20, 25 out in a row. Just not over-exaggeration, obviously, but I was just on fire. <laughs> I, I could not miss. It was just, everything was leaving the yard. And he's like, hey, man, you got some time to help me coach? And I'm all, sure, why not? So I was able to get in and start coaching with that. And that really helped me out a lot towards where I'm at today. And it was just because I took the time when the guy asked me, hey, can you help me teach these kids what you're doing? And so that's what I wanted to do. Nice. And it's so. as simple as that. It's as simple as that, man. That's how I got in back into, you know, basketball on the youth side uh, uh, quite a while ago. I mean, I was – I think I was walking through – I was taking my oldest son to an AAU practice. And some of the coaches I've, I've balled with over – over time, you know, through high school and pro-ams and things like that. And it's like, hey, what you, you know, you know, you show them a little thing, a couple of this and that. Next thing I got a team. Next thing you know, I'm training kids, you know. So, yeah, it, it, it kind of sneaks up on you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, t- tell me that there ain't nothing like sitting back and watching him hit that jump up, uh, fade away three for you. And you went through the mechanics to help him get there. You can't tell me you ain't got as much pride as you could possibly have in your life, right? Mm-hmm. Man, I get it. Yes, sir. <laughs> that, yeah, even man, with hey. the kids. Yeah, even with the kids that aren't mine, like you know, like uh, one of the first uh, young ladies that I work with, Hannah. You know, what I mean, she was, and like you, I like to take the kids that you know everybody was overlooking. You know, what I mean, well, yeah, yeah she yeah. worked hard, but you know, we looking to win games and we trying to do this. So you're not really about development of these kids you're not about training them or teaching them the game and how to to love the game more than what they do so i take them you know and i tell you right now she went from uh playing on a developmental aau club team to from eighth grade to her freshman year in that half a year year and a half i had her to starting varsity in florida her freshman year in high school that feels good, huh? Yeah, right. I mean, and it, and this and it's not always, and like you said, it's not always the mechanics. It's not always the actual skill factor that that gets them up. Sometimes it's just somebody other than their parents giving them hope, giving them belief. Yep. If I believe in you, what make? Why can't you believe in yourself? Mm-hmm. Those things, just simple as that. Those things work. And I, I don't think I could have said that any better. And that's some of the stuff I wrote down when I heard you guys are going to come to me. Uh, my, my dad was was a fantastic coach. Uh, he uh, he when I was 15 on the all star team, he made me an alternate to, to prove a point mm-hmm. that he wasn't going to favor his own kid. You know what I mean? I remember going home that day and I think I ran three or four miles straight. I was so pissed off. You know? <laughs> and what uh, when uh, when the kid decided to quit. I got back on the field and I put the time in and I started and we won the state championship. And mm-hmm. that's that, even though it pissed me off and my dad did that to me, he actually taught me a little bit more about grind and a little yep. bit more about putting in more time. Because when I look back, I probably think that I was a little arrogant when I, when I went in for the tryouts and stuff like that and, and didn't give what I had. And I, I don't, I, I can tell you right now from that day on, I never did that again. Yeah. I, I, it's, it's yep. 100% with me at all times in coaching or, or in life. It's yep. what it is, you know? Yeah, that's oh, kind of like what I'm my dad – That's kind of something mm-hmm. what my dad said. I called my dad dad 
one time at practice at football practice one time and after practice i was so pissed off because he made me run like way extra he goes on the field i'm coach yep. gotcha and till uh, so that, mean, that means you can cuss and get away with it coach <laughs> well he probably wouldn't have cared mom might have had that hinge <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah hey let's 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 switch uh let's switch gears here a little bit um all right so we got this thing going on with this pandemic and the, the COVID-19 you know there's a lot of different um policies and whatever going on across the country I know how it's affected us here um in Indiana when it comes to the youth sports and you know, all the training and the practicing and things has been very difficult. Uh, there's not a lot of them going. I mean, the only thing they really got going is is basketball and baseball. Not too many other stuff is going, maybe a little soccer. But how has that affected your, your job as in training, the coaching um, over the last four to five, six months of this COVID issue? Well, uh, first thing I've, I've done is that I studied up on the rules and regulations to make sure that I'm following them to as close as I can. And uh, I really try to keep uh, my numbers down, personal lessons especially. Uh, kids get there, I take their temperature, I, I spray down their bags. Um, I give them hand sanitizer before we start. In between kids, I got to Lysol all the balls, you know, anything that was touched, I wiped down and making sure, you know, just trying to stick to the protocol as best as possible. And here in California, it's, it's extremely strict. So you can only have 20 kids uh, in an area maximum. And that's now I just read that from the city because the city just sent me some documentation on this. So basically, we're not playing right now. And I know I, I see uh, I got that kid in Indiana that's playing right now. At least you guys get a play. At this moment, there is no, you know, regulation games like you see guys out there scrimmaging and stuff but they're trying to stick to those rules no parents around just allowing them to play so um it's just been very difficult my my son especially uh he's a switch hitter and uh it's been particularly hard on him because he's 10 uh he needs to be in a game you know what i mean he, he uh practicing all the time and he still trains twice a week and then he works out in the gym three times a week so but no no games and, that, and that's what I, that's all I hear from him. No game. You know what I mean? So I think overall he's appreciating getting his summer off. But uh, it, it, it is hard. And um, I, I fear for how this is going to affect our talent for a couple of years mm -hmm. moving forward. Oh, it's definitely going to affect all sports, especially with them delaying different sports or different seasons, kids missing their opportunity to play pivotal years like this sophomore, junior year. Those are key years of recruitment. So – yeah, it's it's gonna affect at least the next two years. Yeah, my my recruitment is me me talking to people on the phone and having them send me film. I I, I don't right. get to go and be with them. I can't get on a plane and go watch Jack play. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I gotta have Jack's parents sending me film, and then like I I told you before, I, what's his GPA before I even have a conversation with him? You know? So, but still, it that it's changing everything, and I don't know when we're gonna be able to go out and and even be able to recruit live. You know, right. so on a positive note, though, is everybody's in the same situation. It, uh, all these ADs are sitting at home. So guess who I'm calling? Guess who I'm talking mm -hmm. to? I'm on the phone. I'm going to take advantage of the situation because oh, yeah. 
There ain't no, there ain't no reason. It's not like I'm stuck doing something else. So I'm getting a hold of these guys and say, give me a list of your players. Who you think is going to be coming up? What do you? And I, I do talk to the sophomores and juniors, especially seniors. A lot of times, if they're not committed already, I can help them. But I, I want to know those guys now. So when everything does start back up, I got a little head start on. Yeah. So. Well, I can tell you this. I am not really. I am complaining a little bit because they didn't get to play the whole season. You know, I mean, this has been a pretty big year for my my daughter and her soft going into her sophomore year, uh, playing a high level club AU. This has been a, a big summer for her. But I ain't gonna lie, bro. I am I'm not upset one bit and not having to spend out all that money for all those tournaments. <laughs> I mean, they yeah. they killing they killing me right now and they this haven't left parking. the city. <laughs> they haven't left the city and they're killing me right now. So yeah, oh, I yeah. get it. Well, but yeah. they're being they're, oh, they're being I'm really sorry. cautious. Are you good? They're being really cautious here. I haven't been to see a baseball game yet. How they're working the kids, but one of our sponsors, his son plays and they're out there. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking that they're doing it pretty well. I know with the basketball. They're keeping it space. They got times in between games where they're getting to sanitize things. They're keeping the traffic moving. It's limited to parents. You know what I mean? So they're doing their best effort. As far as I know, we haven't had any any cases come down for any of the tournaments that they put on in the last month, which has been about six. So, um, hey, hopefully you guys can get something out there before it gets, you know, before it gets too crazy. Oh, I, absolutely. I, I agree. You know, but uh, the last couple of days, it's been nice to put on a, a Major League Baseball and actually catch a game or two. I, I don't know if you guys caught uh, Francisco Lindor diving over to the second base side and flipping his glove up for a double play. Was, I did the guy not hasn't played all. You, okay, you got to look. You got to look that up right now. This guy. This guy is. Oh my gosh, man! I, I can go on forever. This is my son's favorite player. Logan just adores he my son even put his hair blue to go into he went into a nat, uh, zone tournament. We we're like two games away from going <laughs> to the World Series uh last year. And he, he he wanted to do it by representing uh Lindor, so that was pretty cool. Nice. Now hey, well, really I saw, quick. Oh, go ahead, Dave. No, I'll wait. I, I saw <laughs> all I saw was Judge's nine hundred foot home run last <laughs> night. <laughs> oh my god. Ridiculous. I mean, those two guys, man, hey, there's going to be a lot of covers in the stands with no fans. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I do have a question going back a little bit um, to what you were saying. Damn it. Why do I always do this? Hold on. It'll come back. I don't have a damn pin. Ah, shit. I do. (laughs) I do. Ah, man, see, that's what happens when Damon just keeps going and going and going. I I mean, yeah, I mean, okay, so we kind of talked about, and this isn't it. This is not it. But just to kind of throw a curveball at our guest, we got to hear the crankshaft story. (laughs) Damon's lost. Okay, hey. All right, so I, I'm from Idaho, all right? So when you're from Idaho, you ain't got a team. You got some guys that will take the Mariners. You got some guys that take the Giants, take the A's or whatever. Well, um, I fell in love with Chief Wahoo. So the Cleveland Indians, and I still to this day really love the Indians. So uh, when I was 19, and you all know back in like 1990, 
Nobody had no tattoos. So no, I went hell down. No. <laughs> I, I from the movie Major League, I took the wild thing ball and I got it on my left calf. Here, I was right here. I'm gonna show oh, you. Oh yeah. Right there. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> awesome. All right. All right. So you can imagine these days, all these tattoo artists, they're all uh they're all these sophisticated artists, right? And back then. I'm pretty sure this guy's name was Craig Jeff, and he, he rolled up on his Harley, and he had on his leathers going on, and I'm not sure what group he was a part of, but I was nervous as hell getting that tattoo. I tell you what, I was, he's like, what do you want, boy? <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, you sent me that earlier, Damon, and I had to throw it in. <laughs> Yeah, because 1990, oh, I mean, these, hey, you speaking of the tattoos, I ain't got no problem with tattoos. I got a couple. He's got a couple. But, hey, man, I'm at these games, man. These 16, 15-year-old girls with tattoos. Oh, hell. Oh, man. Hey, man, you're the basketball guy. You know that's where all this started is all the, the players started getting them in, what, 95, 96 when it really started to get popular? No. Always, hey, I, I blame you. I blame all y'all basketball it always, players. It will always be the military. It's always <laughs> the military's fault. They hey, started. you know what sucks? What sucks is I, hey, if, if, if everybody's going right, I'm going to go left. That's the way I am, right? So when I started getting tattoos, I was getting it from Crankshaft. So nobody was going to get it. So I'm thinking I can stay original, right? And lo and behold, everybody starts showing up with tattoos. Now, man, if you ain't got one, you're original. I'm like, dang you can't get rid of that one now that's too classic oh no man i'm gonna go get it touched up and liven that bad boy up there that's one go. of my favorites now I have, so. before i forget again this is what i was gonna ask so i know um, this is this is what we do at black and white sports folks so oh damn it i about lost it again <laughs> you should have so, said it oh, shut up shut up okay so on going back to the training and the COVID deal, have not being able to be with these kids and, and the talent may be lost for a little bit. I totally understand what you're saying. However, what do you think that maybe this could help the really good, hardworking talent out there that much more because they don't have the in-person um, effects all the time i mean they don't have that in-person connection they don't have this they're working on their own so you'll be able to tell who's actually been putting the time in come you know next spring or whenever they're able to actually fully play uh, yeah hey, uh I, I i'm gonna have my own travel team with my son that, and i'm gonna put that together so i've been recruiting all the throughout all the leagues inside of this area and we had a little bit of a trial here and there and i tell you what there's some COVID bodies running around I'm telling you that we're talking COVID as in I'm sitting down, and I'm I'm playing video games all day, eating oh yeah, everything that I shouldn't be eating, and they got you know little little, little kids being out there chunky a little bit because they ain't putting the work in. You know, see, I wasn't chunky, you, I was husky. Okay, you husky. <laughs> all right. Hey, so here here's the That's point, what though. my mama I, said. <laughs> I do have a lot of kids that do want it to put in the time, and I got kids that are putting in the hard work and moving. And you do see the difference when they step on the field against these kids that have been just kicking back and not getting ready. These other kids are gonna they're gonna step up, and I do really push and 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 enjoy seeing these kids not getting caught up in the COVID and sitting home and playing video games. But they'd rather be out training and and putting the work in and getting the sweat on. Yep, I agree. I would find it very difficult to see 
and and for one, we from a generation, and I play video games now, but we from a generation that we didn't spend our day, our free time, just like right there in front of the game. Like we play a game, yeah, we get, we play a game of double dribble, get mad, a game of techno ball, get mad that you didn't start a fifty person <laughs> game outside an hour later. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I don't yeah. get it. And hey, being man, in California, he, there's no way I can I could not be outside. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey man, I, I same thing. No video games. If it was basketball, we we're on the hoop. If it was baseball, we we're you know we we're playing ball. If it's not football, ball, especially at the house. Football, we're, we're talking football in the yard. You know what I mean? And that's mm-hmm. the way it was. And when there was no sport, y'all remember uh, butts up? What? Butts up is where butts up. It's a tennis ball, and you got to throw it up against the wall, bounce once. You got to catch it with one hand. If you miss, the guys that are playing get to drill you before you touch the wall. If you get hit three times, you got to put your butt up in the air. And everybody gets a free shot, throwing it as hard as they can to hit nope. you with the foot. <laughs> nah, nah nope. we didn't. We didn't have that here. We didn't have that here in the Midwest. We had a football just, game that if you had the football, everybody was going at you. Like, I'll say I'm not gonna uh, go yeah, there. Spirit of queer. It was called there you go. Spirit of queer. We'll let the black guys say it. We're good. I'll say it. I can say pretty much anything right now. I got hey, free reign. Roll with it. <laughs> Yeah, it was Spirit of Career. That was the name of it. Oh. This was. This was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that no is comments. great. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, Coach no got no comment on that. Hey, <laughs> hey, it was no disrespect. I don't even think when we was calling the game that we even knew what the damn word was. Nope. It was uh, just a name no, of the game. Yeah, uh, we didn't know. We didn't know. Hey, but with baseball starting up right now, we got Major League, uh, the opening day doing spring training now. We got opening day on Thursday, which one, I never thought that these – Dumbasses will ever pull their head out of their ass to get the game going, but we have it. But who do you like in the American League and who do you like in the National League? Well, let's start with I'll tell you who I don't like. Who I don't like is the Yankees. I'll fix you. <laughs> All right, hey, here's the deal. Here's my favorite team is the Cleveland Indians. You know, my second Ron favorite Ohio team, team is? That's fine. The Boston Red Sox. <laughs> my, fa- my second favorite team is anybody that beats the Yankees. I love it. So it changes a lot. <laughs> oh, I can't stand. I just hey, I respect them because they play baseball. But that's the only reason why I respect them is that they'll they'll play the did game. Did you say they play or did they pay? Yeah, exactly. They, they, they pay the guys that play. Man, yeah, they sure a do. Whole lot. Yeah, man. When they took CC Sabathia, I'm still pissed off. You know, but you know, I I just big. They get chunk. anybody they want. Right. And, yeah, it's a day justice and just whoever they want. And just I like, mean, but everybody wants to play for him. You know, you got hey. uh, you got the boy from Johnny David from yeah. the Red Sox. And you next night he turns around and wins one with him. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, I named my dog Justice after Dave Justice because he's a black lab. I had to kick him when he went to the Yankees. So <laughs> <laughs> And then you gave him a treat for getting rid of that crazy bitch, Halle Berry. <laughs> exactly. I, I, honestly, I, I obviously did kick my dog, but you get my point, man. I was, oh, yeah. You cannot be a Yankee right now. <laughs> Dude. Dude. Uh-oh. So, Too fun. two questions. Uh, two uh, hey, I'm sorry. Yeah, the, let me finish on that. Yep. Um, who, who I think is going to be in it. I think the Dodgers are going to be in it for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
I, I do. I, they're, they're, I think they're going to gel this year, and they're going to be probably the team to beat. And uh, as far as the American League goes, uh, you've got some talent. Uh, On the asterisks? I, I hope not. You know, I, I'm kind of tired of seeing them too. So, but I think uh, Minnesota's really stepping up. I think Cleveland's got a really good pitching staff, and uh, you know, White Sox also have an outside yeah, shot. Yeah, no, the White Sox. White Sox sleeper team. Yeah, I, they're really putting a good team. And and you want to talk about hitting though, man? What? Look at the lineup that the Twins have. It's scary. Yeah. It is, I agree it with you. If their pitching if their pitching comes on, they're going to be really hard to beat. I'm just glad so the Reds have a pitching staff again. Oh, what, they hey, have a hell of a rotation. <laughs> you do, man. You do. Finally. Sure. So, two questions uh, to kind of stay on this area. One, what do you feel of the DH rule? And two, because I hate it. I, I think I it's think, I think stupid. it's terrible. Stupid. I think a pitcher is part of the team, so he bats. What's your thoughts? Uh, I, I I don't like that. Uh, I don't like that you pull the pitcher because most of the time, growing up, your pitcher is one of your best hitters too. You're, you're the ones that are you're the ones that are pulling them out, not letting them hit. CC Stabathy is one of the best hitters ever, and because he had to sign the contract with the enemy, the he couldn't go and he couldn't he couldn't hit no more. And I guarantee you that probably bothered him a lot more than his the money he had in his account. He wanted to hit, and I I think. As a, as a baseball player, you know, yeah, it's good for the, the old men that, that can't play the field, but that's just a bonus for them. Anybody else is not. I don't agree. You're going to be on the field. Play, on the field. That's why you play first base. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You better be able to scoop a ball, boy. <laughs> you know what I mean? that's, why, that's why they play first base in the National League. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah <laughs> right. I hear you. All right. My final question of the night. Who you got winning the World Series? The Dodgers or the American League? Since you put five of them in there. Oh, the Dodgers. Because <laughs> he put Dodgers. five. Hey, I, I didn't think. Hey, I, I hate to say that the Yankees are going to be in there because it really pisses me off to even pick it. So it's I'm not going to say. Really I will. I refuse to say. I do they're believe really that good. the Do. I do believe the Dodgers, and I'm not a Dodger fan in any way. I just like how they're built right now. That they're built to win it this year. Oh, 50 games. The, Dodgers. the Dodgers are always going to be what if the Dodgers are like the Dodgers. What if is Mookie Betts? That's yeah, going to make them go over the top. Kershaw, you got, what is this guy? I mean, it's it's like what we go through every year. <laughs> You know, but hey, next year we gonna beat OSU. Hey, next year, next year, <laughs> next year. Oh yeah. No, I feel you. I just like I said, you asked me my opinion. That's my baseball opinion. Uh, as a fan, I don't want to see it. Uh, but I just think that Mookie Betts is gonna put him over the edge. He's just too talented. I think yeah, that's the piece that they and, and they got they got rid of that jackass with that big account last year that went to uh, San Diego. So that was a really good thing too because that guy. I, I couldn't stand him. I he he doesn't deserve to be on the field as he's trying to step on guys as Achilles as he runs through the first no, I, that, You know, there's Yasir oh, Puig, is that what we're talking about? No. Yeah, no. Um the guy that got all the money for the count, uh him and Harper were the free agents. I'm drawing a blank for some reason. He's with the San Diego Padres now. God. I think I know who you're talking about. It's, I can picture so him. I can't think of his name. Oh, we're not Bruce Harper fans. 
Yeah. Yeah. Let you know. well, yeah. yeah it, 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 As, it, hence the name it. Bruce, not Bryce. We say Bruce here. Hey. Well, the thing is, is his, his, his swing is so complicated, and that's why he strikes out, strikes out a lot. He has an extremely complicated Base. We're playing baseball. We're not on the cover of uh, Abercrombie Fitch and now. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Nah. Right. Flip it. Flip it. <laughs> I'm going to sweep my bat now. <laughs> well, David, we appreciate you coming on to Black and White Sports Taco Tuesday. Why don't you uh, give whoever a shout out and spit your spit your 50 different businesses that you got, man. <laughs> hey, man, I appreciate that. I appreciate being on the show, guys. And if you ever want me back, you know, I'm always taking some time with you guys. Uh, I, I think I discussed a lot about what I'm doing. You know, I really want to see this ISA thing blow up. I think it's important. Um, Mechanics-wise, on my on my business, uh, EMOB, it's a pretty cool thing. Hey, the one thing I did want to shout out with is I have the trademark with, and I'd like to maybe see you guys use it. Uh, when somebody hits a home run, I want you to say they belong in the Yaya Club. Okay, we can do that. Okay, that we got kids, and that's what I do for these kids. And that's another one of those things I'm telling you about motivation. When they hit their first home run, I get them into the Yaya Club, and that's uh, on my my website that will be up and running any day. It's emob21.com, and uh, there's a Yaya Club in there. Now, this is what's really cool about it is I'm gonna have people sending me in videos of their son or daughter hitting a hitting a yaya and once you get that and i can post it on my page you have the right to buy the t-shirt that says i'm in the yaya club there you go i like it nice. right I like so, it. Yeah, well, you gotta I'm earn pretty- it you gotta yeah. earn it baby you don't just Hell get it yeah they buy my shirt no you don't get it by my shirt you earn this shirt just like everything you- i do you I earn love it. it you earn to buy the shirt <laughs> right that's <laughs> awesome <laughs> That is Capitalism 101. <laughs> make That's it work, right. man. Make it That's work. Right, guys. Right, yeah. Make sure make sure we get all the information on that because we definitely would love to uh to use that. Because yeah, we'll I mean put, like, we, we we'll put a link up on our website. Yep. We'll put yeah, a we link up on our website. Yeah, yeah we I appreciate that for sure. All right, man. Well, thank you guys very much. And uh, I really enjoy myself. And like I said, you ever need me back, give me a holler. Sounds good, man. We appreciate it. Again, this has been Coach David Enoch, because I don't want to mess it up. Enix. I'll say it right. Enix. You got it right. If you run into Chanel West Coast, tell her I said, what up, though? (laughs) (laughs) You got it. (laughs) Uh, I only said that because my wife is watching. This is great. (laughs) (laughs) All right, fellas. Talk to you later. Thanks, David. Have a good one. Been a good right. one. Bye-bye. That was awesome. I love talking to people, especially on the West Coast, man. I love messing with them. And you know what? It's funny. West Coaster, now he was he said he was born in Idaho. But he's a West Coaster. Idaho. And he's a he's a Cleveland Indian fan. Folks, that's the wrong Ohio team. I mean, <laughs> That's what I, I told him in the in the message earlier when I, he said he's an Indians fan. So that's wrong, Ohio team. I mean, it's no different than these 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 Kentucky people that don't have a, a team to cheer for either. Well, you know, but he's in go Cali now. He's got the Dodgers. He's got the uh, Angels. He's got the the Giants. Uh, so you're basically what you're saying is forget who you grew up cheering just because you moved to a new place now you got to cheer for them people. 
What do you mean, them people, David? Who do you cheer for? In football? Cincinnati. Oh, football. <laughs> well, when we when I was Bob born, Roy. when I was born, technically when I was born, Indianapolis didn't have a team. Where were you born? Doesn't matter. Two years before where, they showed up in the middle of the born? night. In the middle of the night. But you weren't even a fan of football. Oh you yeah, football. I came out holding the football. Damn it! You had a goofy doll. <laughs> no, I didn't have a goofy doll. I had, and I had a Donald Duck. I did have a Donald Duck thing. Oh yeah. And then I went to the Wrestling Buddies, the Ultimate Warrior had, Wrestling Buddies. Stretch Armstrong. Stretch Armstrong. <laughs> I had the Turtles and He Man. He Man and GI Joe first. Yeah, I had Star Wars. Yeah. I yeah. never was. I never got into Star Wars. I had Transformers. I was, Transformers only, was hey, I was the only cat in the hood that had the Jetfire. There you go. Transformer. Yeah, I had that one. Then you had the Thundercats. I did. I did. I had the Thunder Tank. <laughs> yep. Looks like we have to do a show on 80s and 90s cartoons. I'm so down. Marshall Bravestar, <laughs> buddy. Marshall Bravestar. Boom. I even go all the way back to Captain Caveman. Wow. Yeah. And son. And son. <laughs> Folks, you know who that guy is. He's the one right there. This guy right here, you know. I'm the ass right here. Other way. There you Other way. Other way. Point the other way. There you go. This has been Black and White Sports. Taco Tuesday, powered by First Financial Bank. John Wayne Buzzard over there. He's our buddy. Three one seven four. Yes, three one seven four one seven eight five eight two. Or catch him on the email, John Buzzard at bankatfirst.com. I'm looking at you. What the hell are you doing? And the rock star realtor himself, Mr. Sean Nugent. Check him out. Talk to Tucker. Sean.nugent at talktotucker.com. Or call him, text him, tell him the boys of Black and White Sports sent you. 317-503-8322. And as always, Damon. There she is. I just caught me a pew pew, girl. <laughs> what do we do? We... Keep it's sporty. It's not a leg. I was doing better. Good job. Again, again, again. Seriously. Oh, uh, the black okay. man throws his hands up, and so she shoots me. <laughs> Do it again. I did this last night. Pew pew. <laughs> Peace. Bye. I did the same thing. I can't.